Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. Episode 28. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Do you two head back to your apartment then? Yeah, and Imogen is just like rambling on about how like if this is going down in the daytime and like the other Protoss, the Blood Hunters are sneaking in cloaked, we're not cloaked. Like if things start to go wrong and we're involved somehow, we're the ones who are going to be blamed. And even if we see the Blood Hunters, if we reclaim the weapon after they grab it, then it'll just be confiscated from us. And doing these things in broad daylight in an occupied museum. I mean, granted, we'll be in the back, but Imogen hasn't seen the inside at all. Like, she's just, like, she's uncomfortable not knowing what she's going into ahead of time. Yeah, I'm going to let her let Imogen just kind of talk until she's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably pretty quiet anyway a lot of the times, but I'll just let her talk it down until we're in the apartment. It's probably wise. As I'm kind of, like, figuring out stuff. Get back to the apartment. Malorn is there. Uh, he's finished his sleeping. Sunshine's reading a newspaper. Once in we're home. inside. Yeah, once you're inside, go ahead. You know, he's got snowball in one arm and the... No, I'm kidding. Oh, hi, honey, you're home. They're planning to test it on me. What? That's what I say. I got a look. They have a hydralisk. I saw the thing, saw the weapon, and they were talking about testing it on me. I did not realize that was part of the tour. So they may not be quite as concerned about what we're doing, how are they going to... Well, you know what? I don't plan ahead. I probably don't think of it. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to blame something on us anyway. When laboratory accidents happen. And if it's, if it's just a resock, nobody's going to care. I don't know. It's just a resock. I don't say... I don't use that word. Right. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Malorn, what do you know about techniques? Like, what do you imagine Lindasha's going to do here? Like, she's just going to grab it off a shelf and run? Or is she going to kill everybody inside? <sighs> I suspect she will cause a substantial amount of mayhem, but ultimately she will prioritize grabbing the weapon over slaughtering people needlessly. I suspect she's going in the daytime, because when you're cloaked, you just follow someone in through a door. Unless someone's watching very closely, they're not going to be seen. If in your, your scouting, I don't know if you saw if they had how they stored the weapon. I would suspect if their facility is, if no one's there at night, they probably store it in a very secure way that's difficult to crack into. Now, I'll take a piece of paper and draw the back room as I saw it. Ah. And say they had the weapon. The hydralisk was here. They have a hydralisk for testing purposes. Makes sense. Yeah, he was chained here. And I'll be as descriptive as I can about the room. Maybe you could set him free to cause some chaos. Three scientists. During the day while there's families in the front of the museum? Well, as long as you stop the hydralisk after it helps you dealing with Lindasha. That's not really a problem. The Hydralisk is not allowed to kill Lindasha, though. I'm just he wasn't in good shape. The Hydralisk shooting spines, like, through these plaster walls. Oh, right. That could take down a kid. That could definitely take down a kid. Since there is a secret research lab here, maybe those walls are reinforced. Yeah, a spine could go through a plaster wall, but, like, that's going to take out a lot of its 
And that, that room's in the very back of the restricted area. So there's a few more rooms and hallways of restricted area before you get to the public area. Well, the way they had him chained, like, could you chain up a hydralisk so that it couldn't shoot a spine? I'm assuming that they only have so many spines and they probably despined him or something. Make a two purple knowledge zerg check. Two failures. You don't know how many spines a hydralisk has. I just nod, yeah. They must have done something so it's not shooting them to death with spines. Yeah. You don't know what, though. Whether it's despining or he just runs out of spines or... Or it's just the way they had him. They blocked up his spine thrower and glands. You're not sure. Yeah. His hydralisk high five is the only attack he can do right now. He didn't defend himself, is what I say. But he wasn't in good shape. Was there anything there that might help us track Lindasha? There were these these uh, sensors for goggles as part of one of the exhibits. And there's also some sort of flying thing that cloaks. Hmm. Interesting. One of your primitive aircraft. It was an old one. Is it still armed? Uh, wait, were they talking to you or not? They said they took the weapons and stuff offline. I think it could fly. Yeah, Lily, you know they took the weapons out for sure. But it, yeah. you're pretty sure it could actually fly. I'm sure they took the weapons out, but I think that thing can fly and can cloak. It's a little older technology, but it can do it. Interesting. I hold a person. So we can get the weapon into your hands and get you into that ship, then you can fly away cloaked. Who is the you in this context? Lily, as she's the one capable of flying ships. That would be one way to do it. I don't know if... I didn't see the inside. I think it's a one-man thing. It is definitely a one-person one vehicle. Yeah, that's why I was saying we just need... The person who has the weapon is the one who needs the secret getaway. The rest of us are innocent bystanders. Is there any way to get the thing out? Would you have to go through the wall or what? Or the ceiling? The Wraith fighter jet thing? Yeah. You could fly it through the large glass windows in the front. Be a little bit tricky. That glass is not shatterproof or anything. You could smash right through there. You definitely cause some damage. Okay, so, but there is a way to a way I could think of that we could get the thing out. Yes. If we tried to use the getaway rather than just smashing it into the side of the wall. Yeah. So it is, it is possible. Okay, then I just lay down whatever literature we have. If there's anything with maps or the exhibits. Okay. Then Malorn can look at it. Presumably he reads Terran. I don't even question it. I just put it down. I just give it to him. It's like he can't read. He just hides it. I don't need to read that. That's dumb. He's dyslexic, actually. So what are you going to be doing, Malorn? I'm going to be going in there and preventing Ladasha from getting that weapon. Are you intending to call her out now? I thought you said you weren't quite prepared for taking her on. Not prepared to call her out, but I need to stop her from getting this as a first step towards. In order to declare Rakshir, I need certain crimes or faults to levy against her. To say, clearly she's failed at this mission, she is not capable of being Ninth Ascendant. Clearly I am more deserving. Particularly as I have been exiled, I need to accumulate these faults for her. So failing this mission would be a good fault. So you're going to run interference and slow her down, or what? Well, if we are stealing it ourselves, that is one way to stop her. But it seemed to me like you wanted us to do this at the same time she was planning to do it. Is that part of showing that she's failed to do it? Partially, yes. I also want to rub it in her face that she's a failure. A stupid smooth face. <laughs> Sky's a little sensitive about his wrinkles. A little bit, you know? I don't know, I like him. He's straightforward. I mean, we got some cream you can use at night. Disgusting. He's probably going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Is she likely to be armed with anything we need to worry about, or just side gunlet? 
she will likely have a Taldarim version of the Warp Blade that Dark Templar carried. I will admit it is not as potent, uh, but it strikes more quickly. Is that just a type of Psygauntlet? He, he's about to prepare a technicality and he's... Yes, it is just a type of Psygauntlet. No, they're completely different things. You wouldn't possibly... Talk- it's like, if he had teeth, he would be grinding them right now. It is just, it is a dangerous type of cycle. Let me put it that way. <laughs> As opposed to this really safe one that I have. <laughs> yes, you have an initiate's gauntlet there. I thought it was from one of the other guys. He was an initiate? Well, the gauntlet is an initiate's weapon. Ah. He was seeking before he lost himself to the gas. He was seeking entrance into the, uh, the High Templar. But he was always an odd one. He was originally from higher to begin with. He did not grow up among the Taldarim. Only joined later in life. What a fool. But yes, we need to show you how to use that initiate weapon. Because if you cut your own head off, that doesn't that doesn't buy me anything. I'm more worried about cutting my arm off. You have a second. I pull out the med kit and put it down. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good move. Okay. So, are you going to do more training? Aye, unless there's... Did you need something else from me today? I was going to ask if we if we wanted to try to rope in Durian or not, because I was going to go hang out with him, give him a referral. Oh, well, certainly, if you want to go hang out with Durian, don't let me stop you. Or I will, I'll say, well, I was going to see what he's up to. Have some, some <laughs> things with him. It the same way of, uh, you know, I do think... We don't have a way to take Durian inside on the tour with us, mm-hmm. but I imagine everything's going to go to hell. And having, like, Durian nearby on the outside ready to come in would be fine with me. Okay. Yeah, and you told him about Mr. Hill. No, I'm going to, that's what I was going to do. Oh, okay. I, I didn't, I forgot about Mr. Hill until after. <laughs> you still haven't told me about Snowball. <laughs> oh, yeah, the battery. I figured I'll remember that when I see it blinking again. Because I did write it down so I wouldn't forget, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm like really concerned about the re-sock thing, so. Yeah. That's true, that's true. No, it would be good for you to go out and, you know, have a good time. To socialize? With people that treat me normal, don't want to test things on me. Who don't want to kill you with a laser? <laughs> yeah, those are better people to hang out with. These people are too smart, they can tell I'm a re-sock. <laughs> <laughs> kill the smarties! Yeah. <laughs> yes, we average intelligence people need to band together. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Go out. Have a good time. Make some friends. And you need me to bring anything back? Buy one, get one. We don't think we have enough for the fancy knives. And I'm all set with the current knife I have. Malorn, do you have any weaponry? <sighs> Let us begin. Ah, this I want one. Okay, so I look at him and I go, beer? More beer? He turns off his side gauntlet, actually. He, uh, I believe these primitive credits are what you use. He gives you beer money. Okay, unless, <laughs> I mean... Whiskey? What's your drink? You might need to be in back one of those, too. <laughs> All right. I don't think kombucha's going to handle it. I'll pick something for you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, he's an asshole. He's a jerk, you know, but he, he pulls his own weight. Uh, yeah, but he's got beer money. He's got beer money. He's straightforward and he's never left me on a planet, so... There is that. <laughs> All right, let's do Lily talking to Durian first. Do you arrange to meet up with him? Yeah, so I call him and see if he wants to go... Get coffee, get beer. Yeah, beer. Go to the whatever local bar. I've had to go to a beer shop anyway. You want to come? Uh, sure. He's absolutely willing to do that. He meets you up at local beer shop. It's like mid-afternoon. Uh, there's no one saying no specials are... Nope, none of that. Just beer shop. 
I'm picturing the Pennsylvania version where you go in and it's like beer and soda, or is this like a bar kind of place where we can get a drink and chat um, in the corner? Yeah, it's it's trying to be as though it's a like microbrewery place, but it's clearly just like every other corporate brewery. You can buy growlers there. Okay, yeah, then I'll get some stuff that I think Malorn will like, and if they sell whiskey, I'll get some of that. Just Okay, we will need to know the name of the beer that you get for him just to see how ridiculous it is. I'm trying to think if there would be anything that would stand out as something that he would like. You know how they have like stuff that's like um, named like your badass or whatever? Oh, yeah. Or like for like the stubborn person or something like that. Just something a little bit edgier. That's probably what I would pull for him. And it's probably too much. I'm thinking like kidney wrecker. Yeah, or like kick in the face. Kick in the face. Or something like that. Joke's on you. I don't have a face. Kick in the face stout. Kick in the face stout. A really dark beer. Really dark. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. You and Dorian are getting some drinks. Yeah. Uh, he's asking how things are going with you. He knows that last job with Grom it turned kind of sour at the end. But hey, you know, Queen of Blades hasn't killed us, so that's looking up. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we managed to get a ride from Deadmarn's part. I actually met a mercenary group there. Oh, really? That's a rough place to be. I've never been there myself. <laughs> Other than like, your ship just landed there. Well, we kind of slowed down, if you recall. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was in our right place. Yeah, they had a couple of mercenary groups that worked out of there. A lot of competition. Well, it sounded like there were two of them. Yeah, well, that's less than here. I mean, I gotta... It's like I'm competing with the war pigs. I'm just one guy, you know? Yeah, oh, so here's... I give him Mr. Hill's contact info. Mr. Hill? This guy's recruiting... Not gonna tell you where we met him, but he's recruiting mercenaries, so he might be able to hook you up with some... All right, I appreciate it. Give me a a streetwise check to, like, carefully give him this information. Two purples. Right, that's why I was like, can we sit in the corner or whatever? Yeah. One advantage. So... The beer's nice. (laughs) Yeah, the beer. Beer's good. Malorin's gonna love it. Durian's a little concerned. He's like, "Uh, is this guy... I don't want to do, like... I mean, mercenary work, you kind of, you don't know who you're going to fight for. I don't want to do, like, out-and-out illegal work. Like, I'm not, we're going to fight, protect things, protect people. I don't want to just destroy things, you know? If this guy's not, like, if he's black market, I don't know if I really want to get involved with that. I know the money's good. Yeah, up to you. I don't know. I assume you could ask about jobs first. Yeah, tell you what, uh, if I don't have any jobs in a while, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I'll, uh, I don't really want to. I don't want to head down that way. See how desperate I get, though. But, yo, I appreciate the help. Yeah, hey, it's the one contact I know. Yeah, I, I hear you. So then now I have to decide if our job is... Yeah, let's see. I mean, you were invited in, technically, as an inspector and or test subject. Yeah. But if you're going to be stealing... But if he's just going to be back up, you, uh, you tell me. What do I want to say? How do I want to broach this? <sighs> We can flash over to Imogen while you take a big drink. Yeah, that might help. Imogen stole it first. This is true. I just don't want to get him into any trouble. But you know what? I'm also reckless, so I might not think about it so much. So I'll say, yeah, we have a job for you if you're interested. You have a job? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested. Plus, like, love to help a friend. That'd be great. What do you, what do you need to do? Just tell me where and when. Okay. I tell them where and when. At the Optics Museum, um, when, whenever, I don't remember. Yeah, the Dominion Optics Research Facility, like, two days from now at, like, noon or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm not expecting, like, do you still have your suit? I do, actually. Well, I'm not expecting you to need that, but... <laughs> oh, okay. Should I not be 
Do you just need me to look tough in general? I don't need to be battle ready? What's, what's the situation? There may be some trouble and we might need some backup. So we'd just like to have you on hand. Okay. Uh, I can, uh, I think I can definitely do that. It shouldn't, it's only gonna be like an hour. Yeah, it shouldn't be longer than that. Okay. I'm trying to think as far as going around the city, what, do I have a sense of like what kind of weapons you could carry without looking like you're going to trouble? Right. If you're just walking around on the general streets, you can probably get away with like a rifle or something. That's not too weird. The streets are a little mean. Yeah. The Dominion Optics Research Facility, though, that was a nice-ish government facility. Like, it's a museum. You definitely got some looks. Or did you carry your weapon? Did you guys have your weapons with you when you went there earlier? Or probably not. I wouldn't. I mean, unless it's normal to carry your weapons around, I don't know that we would. Well, where were we? It's normal for you two, but... We went to Fraud Headquarters, and we went to Grom's, so I don't know that that was... Unless we had to go through dangerous places, I would imagine maybe my pistol and a knife, because I always have a knife or two. Right. Right. So you just had some small arms. So inside Dorf, yeah, like a rifle would be really out of place. Pistol, probably they don't want you to have a pistol, but if you, that's much easier to hide. Yeah. Then again, there's troopers with guns everywhere, so... Right. But I know, well, I don't know how much experience they've had fighting a Zerg, but I know Durian has. Yes. You know Durian is very capable of Zerg combat. But I know you can take him down with knives. So, yeah, so basically, well, he knows the museum, so I don't know, like, what kind of information I can give him that lets him equip properly. There is a potential that a hydralisk will get loose. You know what? I ask him, how much details do you want? Give me another streetwise check. Yeah. Two purples. And a black, because you failed earlier. Yeah. I take a blue, because you're getting him a little liquored up. Yeah. On that kick in the face. It was like a punch right in the face. Five advantages and three failures. It's like, I, look, I, I appreciate it. I know I don't want to add no your business necessarily. I don't want to do anything to get in trouble. Particularly like, I only got my like temporary mercenary license. If something were to go bad at a government facility, they could revoke my license real quick. That, that could be real bad. Okay, got it. I, I'm really sorry. Like, I would love to help. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Are you turning down the job or you don't want to know the details? <sighs> He's tempted to turn down the job, but... We're cool either way, Duran. No, no, wait. Why don't you make a negotiation check? What is Lily's preference? To have him on the job, because that's why you're offering to hire him? Yeah, she likes him. She trusts him. Yeah, so it's either your choice, like negotiate or charm, or if you want to justify another social skill in this situation. Can't be streetwise anymore, because it's he tries to be above board, but it's not... I'd like to use charm because he's okay. my friend and I, I basically want to, you know, if I, if he can take the work, if he can't, that's fine. I don't want him to feel any pressure if it's not cool for him, but yeah. The base difficulty is two purples. You get one blue because you have an established good relationship with him. You had five advantages. Mm -hmm. You could spend one, get another blue. You could spend three and get an upgrade. I'll do that. And then can I spend the other two for another... You can get one more blue with the other two. Yeah, we'll try that. Okay, so you will end up having, if I know your charm, a yellow and two blues? Yes. And that's against two purples. You do have one story point if you wish to spend it. That would give you a green in addition to what you had. Your choice. You know what? He's a friend. I don't want him to end up... I'll use a story point. Okay. No need to like tarnish the relationship just because of what we're doing. One success, one advantage. Okay, he's like, yeah, it just, I don't want to know any details. You're just hiring me just in case something goes bad. That's a perfectly normal thing. 
you're a good friend of mine. It makes sense that you would do this. And you know what? You're not a thief, so it's it's cool. Cool. Yep, so you give him the time. 50 credits, I assume you're not trying to haggle with him. No, no, I'll pay him up front. I trust him. Oh, he says, no, no, no. Half up front, half after the job. I, I'm uh, I'm not going to stiff anybody. We're going to run this uh, legitimate mercenary operation. Hey, you're the first customer of the Endurians. Congratulations. Yeah, I would chat him up a bit about like what his plans are with the mercenary group. He's like, well, you know, I got tired of working for somebody else all the time. Yeah. So I figure, why not always work for a different person every day when I'm a mercenary? You know, I played my time in the Dominion as a Marine, did okay. I got the skills, I can fight Zerg, there's Zerg out there. It's true. I mean, the mining business, I don't know, it's... I was always like a, a cost center for the company. But if I'm a mercenary, you know, I'm protecting something important then. Maybe I'm making people money. Like your boss? Well, I'm my own boss now. <laughs> well, you're my boss now. You're my boss, yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> right on the job. I'll go get my suit ready. Do some uh, shooting practice and everything else. So yeah, so then I just basically chat him up about like whatever we want to talk about, which is probably weapons or whatever. Yeah, he shares with you some of his aspirations. You know, he's hoping to get some good jobs on his company, you know, help protect people, do some good things. He knows there are some, you know, mercenary companies that'll take just any job. He doesn't want to do that, but he's going to still learn in a lot of the business side of things. He doesn't have that quite figured out yet. He, he sort of openly admits. Why didn't he join a group already? Because eh, then I'm working for someone else again. I don't have any choice on what jobs I can take then. Yeah. I might get sent to, you know, hassle some civilians. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I get it. People use mercenaries for things they don't want to do themselves. So I wanted to have that control over the jobs I'm going to be doing. Hey, maybe if it works out, you know, maybe we go into business together. That would be cool. Definitely been thinking about it. Like, be nice to work for yourself. Would. Although it's, you know, it's uh, hard to find money to eat, too. Yeah. Well, not that we have a health benefits at fraud or anything. You don't have health benefits? Apparently not. <laughs> well, that's terrible. Oh, jeez. You gotta get that. That's You're in a dangerous line of work. It doesn't seem like it would be. Yeah, nobody, almost nobody likes inspectors. I mean, I don't mind inspectors. They're just doing their job. Make sure everyone's following the rules. What's wrong with that? Only people who are corrupt, you know, don't like inspectors, which is too many people. So, thanks for doing your part, Lily. Excuse me, thanks for doing your part, Miss Washington. <laughs> uh, and you guys have a nice lunch. You've got your, your growler of kick in the face to go. Yeah, special and whiskey for Imogen. Yep. Imogen. Yep. <sighs> so you've already tried to activate it several times and nearly cut off your own arm in the process. Is that correct? <laughs> Twice, and I still have two arms. Indeed, that is to your credit that you still have two functional arms. Uh, why don't you try right now and show me your current technique? This is a four purple thing? This is a four purple discipline check, yes. And this is going to consume Egon's blue die? Yes, this will consume Egon's blue die. As is usually the case, I fail. Do you fail with a pile of threats, though? No, I fail with two advantages. Uh, this is... I thought this much. You're not really exerting yourself. Come on. What, what, what is this? Do you think it... This is not a glove. Is that what you think this is? It's some sort of gauntlet. It is not an arm thingy. <laughs> Look, how do you hold, what is this, a knife? She holds one, but not really in the threatening way that Lily would. Right. You hold the handle, right? You don't hold the blade. When you put your arm in the wrong way, you're holding the blade. He's <sighs> like, hold out your arm. Okay. He grabs your arm. He takes it, he puts it on, he's like, it has to latch in, otherwise it's not going to hold. You, 
force of your will must keep it in place. Must keep it latched in place without tearing apart your flesh. This is not a problem for Templar. And he allows Protoss' physiology is somewhat different. Your arm, maybe. You'll notice your arm is actually thicker than his arm is, even. And, like, maybe not symmetrical the way a Protoss arm is. Or yeah, and not at all symmet- the right shape. This is a challenge you're- an extra challenge you're going to have. Is this going to be a problem? So, the teeth, I have to, with my mind, get them to stop at the right place. Correct. If you don't let them go far enough, your blade will never ignite. If they go too far, they cut off your arm entirely. Okay. And you cannot just think, you have to see, like we did earlier. See Yonix. Hooked on Sionix worked for me. Alright. Uh, so now I need you to make a two purple psionic check. I'm going to upgrade this, though, so it is a purple and a red. And Egon's studies no longer help me. Uh, I'll give you a blue die, actually. And maybe, I don't know if Valoran intends it or not, he is giving you some helpful advice so that you can have a blue die from that. Did you have some advantages from before? Yes, I had to. Uh, you could pay yourself a blue die. He does not want you to cut off your arm. We have five successes. Okay, you feel the, the teeth come in. You're able to get them to stop just as they touch your your arm. So it is locked in pl- just a touch. Just as they touch the teeth spots on my arm. Yes. And like it you you brace yourself for the pain, but it's you're looking you're seeing the correct way now, and you are stopping them. Maybe a falconer's glove would help you a little bit. <laughs> you know, that might be a good precaution. <laughs> he says, now you see the teeth are in the right place. Now you need to see. Through your arm, through the blade, become the blade. So you don't need to make another check, but narratively, Imogen has to do this. So describe what this is like for Imogen. I think it's a matter of of localized awareness. I know that I, Jennifer, as a human being, often consider me to be this spot that's like right behind my eyes. Actually, paying attention to what sensory input is coming from anywhere other than the head is very difficult. And so... I would say that the main sensations that have come to her from the side gauntlet before have been, oh, horrible, horrible, stabby, stabby pain through for the arm. But now she realizes that there's like other energy like coursing through her arm that like she would not have considered noticing in the past. And so when she actually like focuses on those sensations that are localized on that part of her body, she can start to extend her senses from that location instead of just like from the head okay as you're doing this you can start to feel to see the blade uh start to ignite uh, and Lauren kind of continues the the which requires a certain focus for most protoss this is a connection to the kala for the taldarim it is our own fury for you i was going to suggest channeling ignorance but You seem to have figured that out yourself. <laughs> it's ambition. <laughs> it might be ambition. That might be right. There's so much I don't know. That's what drives... <laughs> Not that I want to become something. <laughs> you have your blade up. This is now. He ignites his in just a moment. Defend. <laughs> Give me a brawl check. That's going to be the, the skill this is, because it's like latched onto you. It's not like a sword that you're holding. Give me two purples. He is lightly testing your 
skills. Success with three threats. You take three strain, uh, but you're frantically able to uh, parry his blow successfully. Does this blade have, like, a physical quality to it? Like, weight? Yeah. Yeah. It actually does. It's not like a fusion cutter or like a... uh, It's not like fire. Uh, It doesn't set things on fire. It's more like a solid... You form a solid, sharp uh, stabbing point, but it's like... Or it becomes like solid metal after a fashion. Okay. So, like, when you block his blade, instead of being like the lightsaber, it's like clang. Yeah, and I can, like, tap the table with it or something. Yes, you do need to be a little bit careful, but... Okay. So what happens if I stick it in water? What happens if you stick it in water? Yeah. You expect, like, the water to, to burn away kind of thing? I have no idea. I'm not going to touch it myself. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, it definitely has... There is a quality of heat to it. Since you're testing things out, uh, Malorn will advise the blade itself is formed solid. You would call it matter. But it has an aspect of energy to it. I don't know if you've ever fought against or with zealots against Zerg, but you can see their psi blades rendering Zerg to pieces. You can cut through most things with this, with sufficient force. Actually, I did see... You saw, like, him and his associates, right? No, that's not what Imogen's referring to. Oh, that's right, you saw... I saw, from the perspective of the wielder of this blade using it. When did this occur? When I tried to get it to ignite before, and it nearly took off my arm. Interesting. It was some sort of, like, jungly-type planet. Overly lush, green, teeming with life. And Zerg. I believe you saw Ire, the Protoss homeworld, invaded by Zerg. My other brethren thought they were stronger than the Zerg. They were wrong. They were weak. Their homeworld was taken from them. That's the battle you saw. That is why my associate whose gauntlet you now possess left the Kala. He could not bear the loss of Ire. Oh, that's what he was talking about when he was getting high. Yes. He probably, he believed himself back on Ire, fighting the Zerg again. Does say a fruitless cause. Ire will never be reclaimed. Belongs to the Swarm now. So did these things hold memories? Not normally, but my associate was hoping to be a high Templar. He would be more psionically gifted than typical Protoss. There may be imprints left, particularly during such traumatic events as the uh, Battle of Ire. Do you seek uh, to claim some forbidden knowledge from him? I tell you, it will only be nonsense. I wasn't intending to do that, but okay. Giving your ideas. Yeah. I was more thinking, like, are crazy visions going to distract me when I'm trying to do something with this thing? <laughs> You're telling me there might be other memories in here. Maybe I'll dig around. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe. You're not sure. After all, I'm ignorant. That's true. It is getting kind of late. Lily makes it back. Malorn looks at you and says, Ah, you have acquired beer. Pick this one special for you. And I put it in a glass because he's fancy. <laughs> he disignites his blade. Sits down, puts a couple tentacles in there. Like, he swirls his tentacles around it a little bit, as though he's a little bit fancy. Yeah, you can see, like, his eyes get open wide uh, at first. This is actually, it is indeed a kick in the face. Yeah. I look at him like, yeah? Because <laughs> I'm probably a little drunk. <laughs> he looks at you and says, yeah, that, that is what I needed. Thank you. 
He's like, don't drink terazine, drink beer. Yeah, but don't do terazine gas. And his angry red eyes fade again. His angry red eyes definitely fade again. He chills out considerably. All right, well, I'll set out the face moisturizer on the uh, the counter for him. <laughs> Tomorrow when he has the Protoss hangover. Yup, could be. Some cucumbers for him to put over his eyes. <laughs> like you guys have cucumbers right now. All your vegetables are old and wrinkly, right? Like him. Imogen yeah. might. I didn't get to the grocery store today. I don't like how we're running a day spa now. Protest <laughs> yeah. day spa. Alright, and I think we can just pick up two days in the future when you're at the facility. Yeah, I, I can't think of any other prep work we need to do. Yeah. Unless we need to buy supplies first. I'm not sure that Lily would think of this, but if this goes down poorly, we might not be able to come back to Core Hall. <laughs> so I don't know if we want to do whatever... I mean, do you have anything of value in your apartment other than Snowball and... So oh, Sunshine! Yeah, we would definitely have to Ooh, right. the apartment. Yeah, do give me another survival check. But that's a good thing to do. Like, on the Tuesday, we go and we buy the stuff for Legion and the stuff for Rory. Put everything in there. Okay, you can do that. You don't need a, a check for that. Oh, but you wanted, oh, a survival. I do want a two-purple survival check because your room is, like, an absolute mess, Lily. <laughs> Snowball's diligently patrolling, but two successes and a threat. What kind of a mess? Well, at one point in your life, you had pillows. Mm -hmm. You don't anymore. Yeah, those are all torn up, and like sunshine is chewing on them. There's random doodads that you would have collected. There's like a beer can that you probably never threw away. That sunshine is like pulled into her nest. Yeah, it's shiny. Yeah, there's like some hair tie that probably is belongs to Imogen. Uh, you're not sure how Sunshine got a hold of that. Did Sunshine get any knives? Ooh, that's a good question. Would she want a knife? It, if it's, it's shiny. shiny. She's Sun like, you know, half dog and half crow. Yeah. Uh, yes, she does have one of your knives. Smart like crow. Well, she's got good taste. Yeah. I'm just thinking how funny it is Malern was just in the other room while she's doing all this. I'm surprised she didn't come out and rob him. Possible. He doesn't have much. He gave you his last credits for your money. She's got a psy... Yeah, she's got... That's why it's only got one psy gauntlet. Yeah. She took the other one. Got a psionic dog now. <laughs> Have you figured out how Malorn is getting inside? He's asking you guys. So we can pick up, like, at your apartment that morning. You're soon to head out. He can put on his guise of the tall woman with Imogen's face. You know what? That's fine. We'll just show up for our tour and we'll be like... What's the problem? This is our supervisor. You have to you have to let her in as well. Do you have a plan for Durian? How you want him in this? You just want him like outside in case things go to crap? I kind of like leave that to Lily. Like Lily's the one who knows about his qualms. I have a feeling if like a hydralisk gets loose though, like everybody's qualms go out the window. Yeah. So let's see. I mean, then he can save today. Be good advertising for him. Let me think about how Lily would think. Because I was just thinking he'd be outside, but he could just be a paying customer. We could pay his way in. He could just be around. And then when alarms start going off, he's proactive. In you know what? That's actually a very good use for Darian. Getting civilians to safety when horrible things start happening. That would fit in with what he wants to do with his life. This is true. Lily didn't really plan this too far ahead. I'm thinking we just get him inside. I mean, Balorn, the same. We could pay. I don't know if he needs ID to. Well, do the tour. what I was concerned about 
you and I definitely can get into the secret part of the facility because mm -hmm. they told us they would give us a tour of that and we have fraud IDs. But I think with Zurian, I think definitely just being like, we'll pay for his ticket, you know, $50 an hour plus the expenses. Yep. We'll pay for his ticket into the museum and we'll tell him that it's his job to keep the museum goers safe if anything starts to go poorly. If you want to wait until we meet up with Durian and have Imogen like explain this to him, that's fine. Do you want him to meet you at your apartment this morning or do you want him to meet you at the facility? It's your choice. I'm fine with him meeting us at the apartment. Okay. Then let's say, yes, he arrives now after you've had a few minutes to powwow. And we've determined that the, the museum, it's okay to carry weaponry in there that is not crazy huge. That is not crazy huge. Durian does have like a big rifle. That's his primary armament. But he is a licensed mercenary. He is a fully licensed mercenary, small business mercenary company. And he has a, a license for this weapon. Yes, and he has a license for this weapon. Whether the museum says, like, look, you can't bring a rifle into it. This is a family museum. They might give you a stink. Give me, either of you, a two purple knowledge Terran check. Don't know much about Terrans, but I know a little bit. Maybe with our combined powers? That is possible. We can... <laughs> I know about Zerg. Do you have any ranks in Terran? No. All right, well, I'll just take a blue die from you. You then. know, if I had ranks, I've told it's been socialized out of me, so I don't remember. A previously was a master of law and Terran technology. Mm -hmm. I knew all kinds of stuff. Failure with one advantage. You do know there's a lot of bureaucratic hoops, but there's also a lot of bureaucratic loopholes. You're just not sure what the right one is in this situation. I feel confident that I can luster anybody through anything. But like you don't have the like the legal reference or to cite or know exactly what's what's the silly case I need to construct here. What were the guards themselves armed with, the ones in the proper museum? In the regular part of the museum, they had like trooper rifles, which are not like the giant marine rifles, but they are big to any weapons. More than you would really expect at a, you know, family museum, quite frankly. Okay. I maybe I will use that to my advantage. Did they pat us down or anything when we came in? Was there any security? No, not really. I mean, they looked you over, but you two apparently did not generate enough threat, and you two were nominally there doing an inspection, so. Okay, so then I think we get away with pistols and knives. Yeah, but I them. think Durian's rifle is probably too large to hide under a trench coat. I mean, you could try, but yeah, that's going to be... It's not meant for hiding. Part of it is the intimidation factor. Yeah, and I would rather not. Okay. Uh, he says he's also good at pistols. Does he have pistols? Yeah, he, he's got all his own weapons. Uh, you know, full, everything comes with, uh, except transportation. I don't have, I don't really have transportation. Does he feel comfortable going into a potentially dangerous situation with pistols instead of a rifle? Do you tell him, like, there might be Zerg there? Yes. That's not ideal, I gotta be honest. So, how about we do this? You bring the pistols, you bring the rifle. If they give you any problems at the checking desk, and we can't get you through the rifle, you give the rifle up to be checked but you keep the pistols. I mean, that's a reasonable thing. I don't want to cause any trouble there. And then that way, in worst case scenario, the rifle is still around and you might be able to get it if it turns out you need it. Yeah, it's, I would hope they lock up those weapons pretty safe, but uh, we'll find out, I guess. Well, I hope we don't find out. If they're all going crazy because a Zerg is on the loose, they might not be paying close attention. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, that sounds good. Do you want me to make any sort of deception check against Durian? Because pretty much essentially what I want to do is be like, he knows we're inspectors and I would love to create the impression that we're inspecting whether or not they actually have a Zerg. 
Uh, in that case, yes. I think he'll say, like, uh, all right, what was Imogen's last name again? That hasn't yet been said. All right, well, he's going to address you both by last name. This is where it comes out. It's Owen Dofer. Very well, Miss Owen Dofer. I got that. Uh, Miss Washington, is there anything else I should know about this facility? Be on the lookout for Zerg. I got that so far. <laughs> Just laughing about there's someone in the next room. <laughs> I'm on the lookout. It's if it gets, you know, out of control. That's, uh, that's the problem. So if the Zerg is under control, it's not a problem? I gotta be honest, I've never seen that kind of Zerg. First off, would you like me to make a deception versus a vigilance? And second off, would you like us to make cool checks? <laughs> yes, and yes. And also, there's this other lady here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to that. Uh, she doesn't talk much, though. She talks even less than Lily. That's good, because, you know, I don't really like most of what she has to say. <laughs> Let's just make the cool two purples. The deception check, though, will be a red and a purple. Oh, wash. <laughs> Lily's not cool. Yeah, so probably, like, Durian, like, he looks at you, uh, Miss Washington. And I, I look at his rifle. <laughs> yeah, is, is, is everything all right, ma'am? Is there anything else I need to... You t- are you two okay? I look at Imogen. I don't know if she made her cool, though. I rolled the deception check, and that succeeds with one threat. Why don't you take a black die on your cool check? It's, you're just a little uncomfortable, like, lying to Durian, who's been, like, completely straight with you, too. And my cool succeeds with one threat. Okay. Uh, you can just take a straight, then. That's okay. I've got more strain now than I used to have. This is the new gritty Imogen. Yeah, so he's he's a little confused, maybe. So... Lily looks at Imogen. Imogen keeps her cool and says, maybe you should stop calling her ma'am, Durian. Well, uh, she's a client uh, to address her formally to make sh- just so I uh, keep the right frame of reference that she's the one who's in charge. Right now I'm working for her, for you. It's just a little strange. We were all so friendly before. I am essentially giving Lily an out as to why she might look a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know, no, we're definitely all, we're still friends, good friends, I hope. But, you know, it's, I'm, I want to be professional when I'm on the job, I'm on the job. All right. I guess, strictly speaking, the hour hasn't started yet. So that's a good point, Lily, Imogen, I'll keep that in mind. And who's your, who's your other friend? She, she seems nice. This is Mal. Hi, Mal. He, he puts out his hand to shake. She doesn't talk much. Lauren kind of looks down at it, looks back at him. She also, uh... Is a very uh, private individual who does not like intrusions into her personal space. I would like another deception check. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really a lie, is it? <laughs> it is a red and a purple and a black because Malorn is not really helping. You have to get a few beers in her before she'll loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I have a knack for deception. Yes, Malorn just looks suspicious. Success with one advantage. Oh, cool. I guess I guess she's got the same. She must be from Uroja too. She's got that same hairstyle as you. Aye, she's definitely not from around here. <laughs> totally right over his head. He's not worried about it at all. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. 
Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.